welcome to Squid Pro Quo, a Squid Game podcast where there are only three rules. One, a player is not allowed to stop podcasting. Two, a player who refuses to podcast will be eliminated. And three, the podcast may be terminated if the majority agrees. I'm Sean. And I'm Mike. And I counted along with my fingers, just like I told you guys I did last week. I started doing it this week, and I forgot you told me that you'd do that. Yeah, dude, it's it's a good feeling though, isn't it? It it is, it is. And I it's I like wasn't one, two, three. Like like when you're doing it, what's your arm situation like? Because like when I did it, I was going like one, and I'd hold up one finger and I'd fully extend my arm out to the side, and then I pull it back two, and I, and I was like pulling it back and extending it. I'm doing it like there's like a camera in front of me, even though there's not, and I'm pushing it at the camera. Like one, Ooh. two, three. Okay, and I hold yeah. It there as you talk. I don't really have room to go in front of me, so I'm going out to the side. Yeah, I'm going straight at my monitor. Ooh, you might punch the monitor one of these days. No, I'm not that close. Ah, uh, could you get this closer? <laughs> I think it'd be funny. <laughs> I, I mean, I just punched my monitor for you. I had to. I don't. Well, no, I don't want you to do it, it now. I just. Was it I think funny? Be, I think it'd be funny if, like, next week, I was going one, two, and you just went shit. <laughs> yeah, I don't know if that's gonna happen, Sean. As funny as that would be, I, I don't know. Anyway, we're the Squid Boys. We didn't say that Squid, yet. Squid, Squid Boys. Boys. And Squid we're on episode eight of Squid Pro Quo, and also episode eight of Squid Game, the Squid show Boys, that this Squid show Boys. is about. The show within a show. What I was a little disappointed, do? Sean. Yeah, what's to up? To find out that not very many people answered our question from last week. I was really upset, if I'm being honest. But somebody did say something very important that I wanted to share. Okay. Gladi Nolis Amicidia. I probably fucked Great that pronunciation. up. Great pronunciation. But I tried. Said, not gonna lie. Sean's bit on being fond of people made me lose my absolute shit at work just now. And it's the crying laughing emoji. So for all of you haters out there that didn't understand that bit, the people got it. I right. I want to say that they actually liked that I called you out on the bit. Nope. I'm, I'm going to... Uh, Gladinolis, let us know if you liked sean's bit or if you were into like the fact that i said wow sean great bit like it you like that i stonewalled the bit or do you like that sean i think it was my bit i think my bit was really good i've got good bits i'm gonna let that one hang in there for a second uh, (laughs) yeah oh you're gonna let it you're gonna let your bits hang huh just Uh, just for a second i mean it was a good bit jip did answer the question though we got to give it up for our not friend he did who said uh, um, acquaintance? <laughs> he said, "There's two games you'd like to see: hide and seek, but you play in an abandoned building or an old town or something. But the one I really want is dodgeball, baby. I fucking loved playing dodgeball as a kid. Do it, cowards! But wait, he, though, he didn't say what like the twist was of dying. No, because he's because because he's Jip, dude. One step forward, three steps back every time. Wow, three steps? I was going to say two, but... <laughs> no, I'm I'm going in on Jip this week, dude. We have too little to talk about in the episode. I gotta, I gotta right, punch dude. where I can. Right. Punch, punch down at Jip now. Go ahead. I, I, I have no more punching down at Jip. I'm... 
Come on, dude. <laughs> I thought you at least had out something. Of steam really quickly. Yeah, well, you did. So, so dodgeball, I think, is actually an interesting choice. Uh, of course, creatively bankrupt Jip wouldn't. <laughs> I feel like I'm just being mean now. I wouldn't. Yeah. Wouldn't think about these twists you could do, but I feel like the dodgeball has like spikes on it or something. I don't know if that'd kill somebody though. Depends on no, how you I, hit them, I guess. Yeah. Or like. It depends how how long and sharp the spike the spikes are. It has like a jet engine on the back. But then, but then, how would you throw it if it's covered in spikes? Well, no. So like, maybe you arm it and you throw it, and then the spikes pr- pr- protrude out. <laughs> you see what I'm saying? This seems this seems like a little a convoluted. I think uh, they you played get a hit. game. They just played a game where they were fucking uh, like 50 feet in the air with mm-hmm. glass tiles that broke, uh-huh. and you're saying a dodgeball that has spikes coming out of it is too convoluted? Well, with a mechanism that causes them to come out when you throw it, yes, that seems convoluted to me. I would say here's what you do: you play a regular game of dodgeball, right? With the same okay. idea that if if one of your teammates catches a ball, you can come back in, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But then what happens is when a team loses, you know, they're all lined up on the side because they're like waiting to get back in. You just fucking gun them down. But I feel like that's too similar to just what they did with Red Light, Green Light. No, it's not. What? I I, I just think gunning them down isn't exciting enough. It's not supposed to be exciting, Sean. It's murder. Yeah, but like, come on. Serial killer Sean over here. Like, ah, I gotta, it's I gotta not get like, excitement out of my murder. I just, I don't Ugh. think it's as, I, I don't think it's. The game of dodgeball isn't exciting enough for me. <laughs> God's how about they throw, how about they throw the rubber ball at each other and then it fucking explodes. Mm. That would be good. Oh no, you dude, furry. dude, hot potato. Okay, now that should be a grenade. It's yeah, yeah, grenade. yeah. It's a grenade, but that's fucking exciting. And they they adjust how long the fuck. I mean, that's basically what hot potato is, right? Yeah, like, yeah. It's like they made it was a Squid Game game first, and then they dumbed it down so people <laughs> could play it without dying. Yeah, because they didn't want people to know about the real life Squid Game. I don't want to answer too many more of these because, or, or like, say too many more ideas because I still want to give people a chance to answer because yeah. I feel like you know. Holidays are around. Maybe That's they, true. You know, That's true. Copium, they really want to answer my question on the podcast. You just haven't listened. You just didn't listen yet? It's possible. Anyway. Well, Jip said something else that I think we should address. Uh, really? We got to listen to Jip again? I know nobody wants to do that. Wow, we're being really mean to Jip. Jip, I'm sorry. I love <laughs> I'm you. So, I love you, Jip, so much. Uh, but... We were talking about the whole counselor thing, and Jip, Jip said, please don't call me a nerd for this, but I'm studying to be a counselor right now. And he said, confidentiality can only be broken if the counselor thinks that they will cause harm to themselves or someone else in the future. I had a teacher who said he's had several clients that I straight up have told, that have straight... That straight up have told him they murdered someone and he couldn't tell anyone because it already happened. People lose their counseling license for breaking confidentiality all the time. So hypothetically, anyone who survives the squid game could go to a therapist and tell them everything with no consequences. That's what I said. It is what you said. I was, I'm man enough to come here on the podcast and read Jip's, I mean, it's, 
It's a trips commentary, so take it with a crane of salt. But to to add. <laughs> Wow, you're really cracking up that you just grief Jip again, huh? I just feel really bad, and that makes me laugh. Uh, but I wanted to come on here and and say I was wrong. And here I we had somebody who's studying in the field to correct us. Well, correct me. You didn't. I can't. I was trying to drag you down with me. I was right. <laughs> it was like I was I like was grabbing. Right. I was floundering in the ocean, and I was like, I was like, Mike, grab onto me. I need, I need to get, <laughs> scoot over. I can fit on the door. I was like, <laughs> that was a Titanic reference for anybody that didn't get it. Uh, but yeah, people Jim, watch that movie. Uh, you don't like that movie, uh, dude. I've only seen terrible. it once. It's terrible. Why I, would I want to spend three and a half hours watching a movie about boat long? sinking? It's it's two VHSs, Sean. Yo. <laughs> they couldn't fit it. I know it doesn't mean a lot to you kids out there, but they couldn't on fit it second. on one VHS. Who are you talking to? I mean, I, not, I'm not talking to you. I know you know what a VHS is, but there might be some some Zoomers out there it that wasn't. are like, what's a, what's a VHS? What was a hundred? What's one hundred ninety-five minutes? Oh yeah, that is like three fucking three over three hours. Goddamn. Yeah. About a fucking ship sinking. Yeah, but Leo's in it, dude. I do love Leo. Yeah. Anyways, I, I don't know how much Leo. I don't no, know how much good. further can I can justify on Titanic. <laughs> yeah, Sean, we can have a short episode. It's okay. They it's have right, a short dude. episode. We don't have to have a long episode because they didn't have a long episode. It's I'm fine. just saying, you know, I want to give the listeners entertainment, which honestly, it's really late to be starting that now. Yeah, we're, we're already eight episodes in. We haven't done you it like once that yet. One? So why Did you like that one? Yeah, I, thought, I thought that one was Let pretty your good. Bits Thank you. Out there. <laughs> I'm hanging my bits out, dude. So let's get into episode eight, Sean, called All right. Front Man. The Front Man. Does he ever yep. say his own name? Front um, Man. For, yeah, he does. He goes front man here, the front man here, the front the front man here. He's like he's like uh, Destro. I'm sorry, who <laughs> is that? What his name is from GI Joe? Is it oh, Destro? Dude, you're asking me about GI Joe. Oh man, I had a child. Dude. Yeah, it was Destro. I think in the world, I'm the second least interested person in GI Joe. The uh-uh. only person who hates G.I. Joe more than I do is Channing Tatum. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, but anyways, De- I, he's Destro, dude. Just just trust me. Okay. So I think what we should do, similar to what we've done with other episodes, is I'm going to kind of talk about, you know, there's two plots, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And there's Junho's plot, and there's the contestants. So let's talk about Junho to start. <sighs> let's talk about Junho. Junho has made it onto the island... And he's trying to get his phone. Fo- he has his phone wrapped in plastic, smart man. And yeah. he's he doesn't get service, but he sees, hey, there's like a mountain in front of me. I'm going to fucking scale this mountain to get service. It's very so, dangerous. It's very dangerous, but he makes his way up. And shortly after making his way up, he calls his his boss, the chief of police, I believe it is. Uh, yeah, and he, sure. And he calls him chief. I don't, I don't yeah, remember. Yeah, that sounds about right. But he, you know, starts... She says, hey, I need you to get, you know, back up here. I, I, I'm off the coast. I need, da, da, da. and he's like, wait, what are you talking about? You know, obviously 
yeah. the service still isn't great and you know like you're just gonna believe a guy randomly for like you know he's, he's, he's been gone crazy. for like two weeks you know like right he could just be on a drug bender you don't yeah, know what the yeah, deal yeah. is <laughs> god damn yeah yeah so he gets off the phone with them and starts trying to send all the videos he's taken and the notes and everything and that it's at that point the front man the front man and his front crew man here front man the front man uh his crew show up on boat and they find the uh scuba tank that Junho have and Jihad and the front man shoots it just in case Junho tries to escape again and Junho hears this and looks down and sees the guards coming his way and so does front man look at him maybe it's uh, just cuz he's mean? really like Maybe it's just that he was looking in the general direction, but that shot to me kind of looks like he he shoots the thing. Junho looks down at the beach, and it looks like Frontman turns to look directly at Junho. Yeah, I don't know. I don't remember it working that way, but you could be right. I'm I'm sure that he didn't actually see him because it was really far away. But right. I I thought it was very effective to see him turn and be looking in that general direction. Like he's very uh, menacing. He's very menacing. Although that part of me, as you were going like front man, front man here, I kind of want to see him do like a Fortnite dance now. Yo, the front man's in Fortnite. <laughs> like, like G- Gihan and the front man and Duck Su are in are in Fortnite. I just, I kind of want to see him default dance in that outfit. No, it wouldn't be Duck Su. It would be um a guard. Yeah, sadly, like be able to it dress should as be a, as a guard. It should, should be, be. Duck Su. So he could be like, what the fuck's wrong with you, huh? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Huh? Anyway, so Junho is escaping, and they see him. He's over there. And so there's this big escape sequence, and it's cut interstitially with the other stuff going on, but we're only covering Junho right now. And he gets to a cliffside, and he's his <sighs> back's against the wall. And a, a soldier fires their gun in the air, and he pulls out his gun and says, freeze, I'm the police. Put down your weapons. <laughs> What a Which fucking like, what a move! Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah, dude, I don't think this is gonna work for you, dude. Uh, the balls on that man to be like right. at this point, be like, <laughs> give up, surrender. Yeah, not really a James Bond move. No. So the front man starts walking towards him, and he he remarks on the fact that he knows how many bullets are in his gun because the standard police apparently in Korea have a empty chamber in their six shooter and then a blank. Right? So that's two spots. Mm-hmm. And then he's shot. Or no, it's a five. It's a five barrel, not a six shooter. I don't know why I said that. Uh then he's shot twice, once to kill the other guy and once to open the lock. So it leaves him with one bullet. Mm-hmm. And he says, You're not gonna kill all of us, you know, with one bullet. And he remarks, you know, it, it's enough to kill you. But then he, as the front man walks closer, he he shoots him in the left shoulder, which yeah. not a killing blow. No, not at kind all. Kind of a strange thing to do if you really just like, I'm going to take this one guy out. And, and you know what I mean? It just doesn't really yeah. make a lot of sense. So and now you're out of bullets. Like Now you're out of bullets. And so the front man steps forward again and he like tells the guards, hey, don't shoot him back. And he steps forward again and he goes, you know, just put the gun down and come with me. And the way he says it is supposed to imply that like he cares about Junho because Junho yeah. senses this and goes, who, 
who are you? And the front man removes his mask, and it is his brother. Well... Dun, dun, dun. It's... Inho. Yeah. Uh, first he removes his mask, and it's like, who the fuck is this guy? And then <laughs> Junho says says the name and you're like oh i don't know i think it's pretty well implied that you should know who he is and so you just I guess have that's to go true. it's his brother and you yeah. do see a well no there, there's not a picture of him earlier you're right there's no picture so we don't know what he looks like but it's like the way I, the yeah. acting's good enough where you go oh you he, know what's going on right right and did you ever suspect you, it before the reveal because i didn't I think i did not until he was so like adamant on chasing him down. Mm. Then I started to feel like there's more to this. I, I don't think I suspected him being his brother, but I was like, there's more going on to this with this. Uh -huh. than They're letting on like, why does he care so much about this? Yeah. And there, there leads you to believe it's because he doesn't want the organization that's running this to get taken down or the whatever. Organization but I think squid. The squid, squid game organization. <laughs> So he, he takes off his mask. I'm, I'm sorry. I'm imagining a bunch of people in the front man like coat, but instead of faces, they have squids. They're like, they're squid heads they're and like they're Cthulhu's. sitting. Yeah. And they're sitting in the, the room where nothing gathers <laughs> like on, on the chairs. <laughs> and they all talk like this. Yes. They all talk like bring in the front man. How goes the games? <laughs> We we have a disturbance, but it'll be taken care of before the VIPs arrive. I just I I, uh, I think that's an interesting visual. I think it's a terrifying visual. <laughs> yeah, it's spooky. Squid people are spooky. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, so he um still tries to get Ju Junho to come with him. He does. He puts his hand out like, "Please come with me." And Inho is like, uh, or Junho's like, "Inho, why?" And when you can tell that Junho's not, he kind of shakes his head like, I'm not coming with you. Uh, Inho quickly turns and has a gun in his hand and shoots Junho in the Does right side. Yeah, he shoots him right in the chest, he, in, the, in the right side where a heart well, would be. I, th I thought it was more in the shoulder. It, it's more in the shoulder, but I, I don't know. I, if, I feel like it. It's in the heart area. I almost thought he shot him in the same place where Junho shot him. No, no, definitely no? Okay. not. Okay, okay. It's definitely on the side where, where your heart would be. Oh, not on the same side, but kind of in the same... Like, if you were I, to take the area where he shot him and then just change the side of the body? Well, right, but, like, that is... Yeah, easily yeah. a more fatal shot because yeah. you, you know where someone's Look, heart is. You let know? me like, let me believe sexy cop man could still be alive. Okay, let me let me and, believe and it. He falls into the ocean and you see bubbles coming up from the surface. I've seen a lot of people say Junho's alive, guys. He's dead. I think it's possible. I don't think he's alive. I don't. I think it is Schrodinger's Schrodinger's dead or alive sexy cop man. It, uh, he is neither dead nor alive until the writer sits down and decides uh, for season two. I think he could survive I, that. I don't know, man. I know they don't show him dead, so to speak, and so like any. But I just think, and they don't shy away from that in this show, right? 
I I know. I know. I I just think I just think he's dead. I, I think, think he's probably dead is, too. But I'm hoping. I think this is a um we're going to learn more about Inho in the next mm, season. God, I, think I hope it's so. It's going to be a, a thing that haunts him. And as we see after this moment, um he's later on removing the bullet from his shoulder looking in the mirror and he sees Junho in the mirror and Junho saying Inho why his last yeah. moment so to speak uh, never mind everything I just said what you just said is 10 times better he I, I hope he's fucking dead because I want to see Inho as one of the main characters in a season two where dealing with that aftermath I think right. that I would think be he, I think it's gonna super haunt him. compelling yeah he he chose he chose his weird job over his brother's life yeah his weird job <laughs> he's like hey man i get i get full benefits here <laughs> they give me dental dental <laughs> no one gives dental anymore <laughs> i get three weeks paid vacation guaranteed holidays i get two fucking... all i gotta do is shoot a guard every so often right it's it's great <laughs> What I what I did before we move on from uh, uh, the Junho storyline, kind of finishing here. Yeah. Uh, what I thought was pretty interesting is if you remember earlier on in the season when um, one of the guards removed his mask because yes. he was ordered at gunpoint to in the second game. Ah, I see what you're saying. And and the front man said, "The moment they see your face, you're dead." Yeah. He revealed his face. He did. And I just think that's interesting because I think what we're going to find later on, because, you know, we, we do see the front man again in the next episode, but not the story's kind of resolved for this season at this yeah. point. I think we're going to see him haunted by this for, for time to come. And he might not be dead, but I think it's it's definitely changed his life, so to speak, what he did. So... We'll we'll see. Stay tuned for season two. I wrote down. I have a I have a document that I was for a while putting stuff. I I stopped at some point, but I was writing stuff down that I noticed for later on. At one point, I note I, I noticed when Junho went to his brother's apartment, he was reading a book or something about the theory of desire, and I thought that was an interesting book, just with the um. An interesting book for like like uh, this was a book that his brother had and had been reading. Right. I thought that was an interesting book for the front man to have had, considering the nature of the Squid Game. Yeah, I I wonder what his motivations are to be in this role mm -hmm. because it's clear not every winner of the Squid Game goes into this role, as he won in 2015 and we're in 2021. Yeah. So I wonder what he's being offered what he's trying to go for in order to push him forward what he desires so to speak and i think this plot line the conclusion of the junho plot line combined like it's combined with stuff in the finale but it kicks off what is i think the most interesting direction they could go in a second season which is just exploring deeper into the organization itself for sure rather than the contestants and the games yeah that's that's i mean no spoilers here but that's yeah, that's yeah. one thing that i think they really left open-ended 
with this mm-hmm. with this story is what ex- why is this happening? What exactly is going on here? But we'll we'll get we'll talk about that more yeah. in the next episode for sure. I just bring it up here because I think that the twist of the front man being the older brother is what really kicks off that that tingle of like that what's going on here? You know what I mean? For sure. So now that we're done with one half of the episode, the other half deals with uh, our three surviving contestants. And the cold open starts with them walking through the MC Escher fun, fun room with some classical music playing. And but all the lights are out this time. And all I really liked out. that. And Sengwu seems pretty unharmed. Gihan's holding his arm and uh Saibyuk's holding her arm as well, but she is clearly in much worse shape than the other two. Yeah. And you see large puddles of blood following her uh-huh. as they march. It's very ominous. And then we get to the episode where she goes immediately to where they've removed all the beds from the room, except three. And they're in three, you know, basically God, three walls of the room. It's so fucking striking seeing that, that room empty. Yeah. Well, and then... This is when a lot of people realize that all the games are kind of painted on the walls. Yeah, because now there's not really anything blocking it. Right, which if you pay attention early on, you can see a lot of the stuff on there. But I I think that's a nice touch. Here's my question. Because the VIPs last time didn't know what the game was going to be. So, like... When they when they're setting the game up and they're gonna bring everybody in, do they go in and repaint all the walls with what the games are gonna be this time around, or is it this is always the set of games that are played? Because it can't be that because the VIPs would like know, or they maybe it's the, the first, are. or maybe it's their first time watching the. But I no 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 that doesn't make sense. I I think they just probably paint fun stuff on the walls and then go ha 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 funny funny. I. I <laughs> I, I don't think there's like a in in universe reason for okay, that to be there okay. other than just just yo uh sharp eyed Netflix watchers notice that the games that they play yeah. are painted on the walls, you know, it's like a an Easter egg. So to I do though like the idea of they take all the contestants out and then a group of workers just going like, Okay, go ahead, come on, come on, we're gonna fuck with them. Let's <laughs> let's hurry up, let's paint yeah, let's paint the tug of war on the wall. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's do it. They come back and they're like, has it always been there? Yeah, that was all. You guys didn't see that? <laughs> we planned this whole thing out. Right. So they get in the room. Saibiak goes immediately to her bed and Gihan angrily confronts Sangwoo and is like, hey, man, why did you push that guy? And Sangwoo argues that this guy was going to stop them from living. Sangwoo's the only reason any of them are alive. And Gihan argues that the guy would have jumped anyway, and Sangwoo says, hey, man, this guy knew what glass was which and watched everybody die. And he could have stalled just like the criminal did. And Gihan's not buying it. He's, he's, he's disgusted with his former friend at this point. And they have an a interesting standoff here. They're face-to-face, and uh, Sangwoo kind of goes off on Gihan saying, this is why you're in the spot you're in because yeah. you always you never realize you're in trouble until it's too late and you ask dumb questions and you don't have what it takes to get stuff done. Ugh. And which somewhat ring rings true, but mm. Gihan hits him with the reverse Uno card. Yeah, yeah. And goes, Oh, well, you're right. This is how I am, but how you're how is too. the the pride of the pride of our city, the he went to 
the SNU, how how are you slumming down here with the losers like us? Oh. Is it my fault you're here? And I like the acting here is very good. It's very because, very good because you know Sangwoo's angry at first, and you can tell you when he's ripping into Gihan, and when Gihan comes back, you you see this like just this scorn in his face and. Uh, he he kind of he kind of gives Sangwoo some you know tough to pol- tough to swallow pills there you know what I mean tough to swallow truth pills and yeah that's true really uh you you can tell Sangwoo's pretty shooken by what he says but before we can get any farther he's still with that, a psychopath though fuck him <laughs> oh yeah for sure for sure before we get any farther before we couldn't get any farther three guards walk in or four guards walk in three of them carrying. Nice little boxes of uh, fun little uh, black tie uh, suits for everybody. Yeah, yeah, it's fun. They look like PlayStation boxes. Like the, I know people oh, would make no. jokes about the symbols. Yeah, like that is the most PlayStation looking thing in the show. Is that box. it? Kind of is. You're right. Yeah. We cut to uh, Sibyuk in the bathroom <sighs> as she's going to get dressed, and that is when it was revealed that there is a large, and I'm talking large shard of glass in her lower left abdomen and and mike correct me if i'm wrong which i very well may be because i've never been stabbed Mm -hmm. you're not supposed to pull it out right i think you know i'm not an expert Mm -hmm. but i think she would have been better off breaking the piece of glass so there was still a piece in her Mm-hmm. But then so it wasn't like holding her back by having this shard sticking out mm-hmm. of her. I, I If she could have done that, I think that without moving it as much as possible, you know, because you don't want to you don't want to have it stick yeah. around in your insides either where yeah. you're moving it. But I, I don't think she has a choice here. I think she kind of has to pull it out. Do you think if she'd uh, gone to the guards, they'd have killed her or something? Or they would have just I don't like, think oh, they, they would have killed her, but they, I don't think they would have helped her either. Okay. And my reasoning for that com- comes a little later, but okay. she cleans cleans up the best she can. She takes a piece of her uh, jacket and tears it, and tries to tie it around the wound to kind of keep it keep it closed. But it's really hard to with when you have that big of a wound on your abdomen. Yeah, it's really hard to isolate that and tie something around that to stop the bleeding. Like it's just yeah. not. It's not like a wound on your arm where your arm's much thinner and you can really, really, you know, have a tourniquet, so to speak. You can't mm-hmm. really have a tourniquet on your abdomen. Like, it just doesn't work. Uh, it's such a painful scene to watch. It is. Watching her pull it out, I looked away. Oh, this time. God. Yeah, no, I did. I looked away, too. Because even they even cut down to the ground where they show what like they don't oh, show it coming out. But yeah. They cut to the ground where the and you see like blood oh, just spurt down and you can hear yeah. it coming out. And then it shows her putting it in the sink, and it's still like, oh, it's so. And she's she's sweating, and she's it's just not like her. Like she's not wearing a shirt during the scene, and so mm-hmm. like you can see her like convulsing almost as she's pulling yeah. it out. Like her breathing is is it's very well it, very well acted. Yes, yes, she does some she does some very good acting in this episode mm-hmm. actually overall. Yeah. Uh, they don't show the other two characters getting dressed, but I'm assuming they stared meanly at each other in the locker room <laughs> <laughs> the whole time while putting on their black. Do you see my suits. Squid Game? 
Yeah, t- I got, I've got a bigger squid game than they're you. just standing six feet apart, <laughs> helicopter dicking at each other. <laughs> that's the real squid Angrily. game. <laughs> yeah, that's the real squid game. So they they have a uh, wonderful steak dinner. It's so fucked up. Yeah. Uh, they put this like checkered platform down and they put down this triangle shaped table so they each have a spot and they serve them what looks like a nice nice steak it looks good they tell them hey you know this is uh, our way of thanking you all for putting forth such effort in the games and we hope this will help you do your best in the future games or the future game the last game left because mm-hmm. they've done five out of six games and so Song Wu starts digging in you know, because he's a he, no no concern for anybody other than himself, and then Gihan kind of like mimics what he's doing almost out of mm-hmm. out of anger. Mm-hmm. You know, when when Sung Fuck you, sips you're the wine, eat, he sips eat. the wine exactly. Like yeah, I'm gonna eat too, buddy. You know, because he's still very angry. And then you notice uh, Sabiuk kind of is just picking at it, similar to the potato situation. That's true. Yeah. <laughs> From earlier, she just yeah. she's not doing well, and it's very obvious. No. And I was thinking about this, you know, while she cuts a piece, and you know, cutting steak is is a thing where mm-hmm. you kind of got to use your whole body, and that, just imagining the pain she would have to go through just to slice God. off a piece of that steak. Yeah. Ugh. Ugh. Terrible. So anyway, everybody cleans their cleans their plates except for Sibiok. She pretty much has a full steak there, and. Interestingly enough, the guards, when taking everything away, leave the steak knife. God. And as classical music plays, we show each character slowly grabbing their knife and tucking it away for their own protection. And what a what a crazy power move for the game. You know, like, for I mean, real. Just, to be like just to be like, hey, here's a knife. Who knows if you'll need it or not? Do you think knowing what you know about what the last game is that they needed to drop a player. I think, I think that's their intention. I think they yeah. wanted, I I think they knew that Sybiok was not doing well and they needed to have even, even teams. I think if there was a fourth player, like if the tempered glass guy had made it, I don't think they'd necessarily do this. Okay, okay, yeah. Because the final game can be played in teams, and it's usually played in teams. Mm-hmm. They, you know, take care of the whole dinner section, and then they're all sitting in their beds. Basically, everybody's trying not to fall asleep. Uh, saying Wu's nodding off with his knife in his hand. Uh, Saibyuk's definitely nodding off, probably from blood loss, not necessarily <laughs> yeah. from Yeah. And so Gihan walks over to her and assures her that he is not there to hurt her. And she, they both put their knives away and they start having, um, you know, they've connected previously, but this is the first time that besides um, the other friend she made that Sibiuk's really sharing any of her life with, mm-hmm. with somebody. And she tell, talks about her younger brother, who's the same age as Gihan's daughter. And Gihan talks about how, he wants to, you know, be a better dad and he'll pay off his debt. And and Gihan's saying, "Hey, we're we're both gonna win and take down Sang Wu, and we'll show them, we'll show him, and we're gonna get the money together and we'll split it, and you know, we're gonna get out of here." And 
he knows something's up. He knows she's kind of hurt because she doesn't look good, but she's not revealing it to him. And he, as they're talking, he notices Sengwoo nods off, drops his knife and nods off. So he slowly gets up and pulls his knife out and he started stalking over to, you know, take him out. And Saibyuk says, this is not, you're not that kind of person. You have a good heart. Mm-hmm. Don't do it. And so he does have a good heart. And so he listens and puts the knife away. But as he does, she passes out. And then he sees the extent of her wound where her shirt is absolutely soaked in blood. Uh. Just just as wet as something can be with blood, you know? Mm-hmm. And so he, he says, I'm going to go get help. And he sprints over. And Oh, one thing I didn't mention. He... She tries to make him promise that he'll take oh, care yeah. of her little brother and her family, or if she gets out, she'll take care of his family, which clearly yeah. that's not what's going to happen. And so he, yeah. runs to the, he runs to the doors and starts <sighs> screaming for a doctor, and he's got blood all over his hands, and he's leaving bloody uh, handprints. And the lights kick on, and the guards are standing there, and they do a, they do a very, good, very good camera work here where they don't reveal that the guards are carrying a coffin the typical coffin because he walks up to the guard and he goes, Hey, she needs a doctor. She's, she's bleeding out. She really needs help. And then they walk right by him with the coffin and he, he turns and there's uh song Wu standing over her, almost disassociating with what he did. Like, Fucking looks like blood on his face and his blood collar on his face and his collar. And he's just standing there holding the knife and, and just still, and you know, not really looking at anything, just kind of staring and, that's when this uh, song that I'm actually listening to right now as we talk about it called Dawn on the, on the soundtrack starts playing. It's this very like indie rock, spacey, explosions in the sky kind of, kind of music, but it's, it's yeah. really effective. And he, you know, almost in slow motion, sprints back over to her and he finds her neck slit um, uh. very violently by, by Sangwoo. And he turns and has his knife and tries to attack Sangwoo and... <laughs> His performance when he's holding her and he realizes that what's happened is so good. Yeah, it's, I mean, the the acting in this episode yeah. is probably some of the best in the whole series. Yeah. Uh, just between all three of those main, main actors, you know. Like yeah. You, you, when you look at Saibiak, you really believe she is not doing well. And oh, I know a yeah. lot of that's like special facts, you know, they make, they make her sweaty and they, you know, but she is... The way she, the way she like squints her eyes as she's like talking, you can, you can feel the pain she's in, you know, you can, you can see that she is not doing well. No. I don't know that the dub does a very good job of it. I, uh, from what, from uh, when I watched, like she, yeah. she, the actress just kind of does her normal voice. Like there's not a lot of, uh, you know, she doesn't like yeah. add any. And which is fine. It's just, I don't know. I was watching it this time and I was kind of not taken out of it, but just like, oh, I wish you would have, you know, done a little bit more, acted a little more. Uh, yeah. <laughs> he goes to attack Sangwoo and a guard hits him with the butt of his gun and pins him down. And I want to point then- out when he goes to strike at Sangwoo, it zooms in on the, the, the knife in Sangwoo's hand and his hand is shaking. Yeah, um, he's disassociated with everything he's done at this point. Like he's, it, there's a think, difference between pushing a guy through a pane of glass to his death a and slitting someone's yes, throat right in front exactly. of you. Yes, exactly. For sure, for sure. And, and they're and like about to go at it. Blood. 
Yeah. Oh, like, yeah, they both pull their knives back to swing at each other before Gihan gets knocked to the ground. I- I've seen some people say, like, and this is like, to me, this is like kind of reductive, but I've, I've seen people say like, well, it's stupid that they had to kill the woman character. So the man is something to be upset about, but I don't, I don't think that's what happened. I don't think that's what happened either. I think it's not like he was like, oh, I think Cybiuk's attractive and I, you know what yeah. I mean? Yeah. Yeah. Like and, and so I, I just think that's way off base. I don't think it's, uh, yeah, I, yeah, I don't, I wouldn't, <laughs> I guess this technically fits the description of fridging, but I don't think it's I, I don't think it's as bad as people maybe are making it out to be. Yeah, no, I, I, I don't even know if I'd call it fridging because I to me in this scenario, she is going to die regardless. Yeah. You know what I mean? She doesn't yeah. have long. I don't think she makes it to the next game personally. <laughs> I guess the argument would be that her wound being caused, like, like they still wrote her to be wounded fatally in the last, you, you get what I'm saying? Yeah, like, but, but if she just dies naturally from that, it's not like Gihan would be mad at Sangwoo at that point for that. No. He's already mad at Sangwoo. He already wants yeah. to kill Sangwoo. Yeah. So to me, it's not fridging because like it doesn't it doesn't motivate him. He, I mean, it does, but he's already motivated. He already yeah. has the motivation. It's just it's not a singular to, motivation. It's just if it's anything, it's like thing. if anything, it's like making Sangwoo even more despicable. So I guess you could say in that way. Mm-hmm. But it's like if we're gonna if we're gonna call every time a, a, yeah. a man murders a woman in a movie fridging, you know what I mean? It's like well. I, As I've always understood fridging, it's not about a man murdering a woman. It's just a woman being killed or dying to motivate, to further motivate um, a male character. Right. And and I I mean, yeah, he's further motivated by it, but I think... I think it would have happened regardless. I think it's just... And I think if anything, it motivates us as the viewer to hate Sungwoo even more. That, yeah. that's the motivation there if, and if you want to say you don't like that then sure that's fine you can have that yeah. opinion but I don't think that it's fridging you know no, I, no. I, 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 I would agree yeah so and then they're, they're, they're held apart and you know Gihan's very distraught and uh, that's basically the end of, of what we got in this very short episode Um, there was one other thing I had a note on that I forgot to bring up earlier and it was when the front man was hallucinating about his dead brother. Mm-hmm. Um, and this is at the end of the episode, uh, which is why it's at the end of my notes. Uh, but Fly Me to the Moon starts playing again. Yeah. Which is the song that played the first time when everybody was fucking dying. Uh, in, right. Uh, and the, his little like an- tiny animatronics yeah. are like, going too. And it's such a striking contrast of him sitting down with a with a nice drink, taking his mask off, and watching the game while the music plays. To him, fucking stitching himself up and staring in a mirror at the, the spirit of his dead brother while this haunting music plays in the background. It's used to great effect, I think. Yeah, I agree. I agree. 
And I think the classical music being used earlier while they're yeah. eating the dinner and taking the knives as well is done very well. And then, like I said, that like crazy indie track that plays during all this is mm-hmm. very good too. There's, I mean, we've talked about many times already how good the soundtrack is on this show, and mm-hmm. it just continues to deliver. Uh, and and not just that it's pleasing to listen to, but the way it it affects. The emotion of the your, scene, yeah. The emotion of your scene of the scene, yeah. It's it's very, very good. Very good show. Very good show, Squid Game. Good very job. Very good show. So, God. Sean, uh, what's your strategy when eating steak? Uh, I'm go I'm just going right in, dude. Yeah, dude, me too, dude. Which okay, uh, here's a better question. What's your right. favorite cut of steak? I'm not that picky, to be honest. Okay. So you like um, steak. You're just a steak I like, man. I'm a steak man. Uh, I like a fillet, obviously. A squid, a squid boy and a steak man. Yeah, I I like a fillet, but I'm like, I'll eat what you got. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. If it's steak, I'll eat it. Mm-hmm. What do you like? What's but your? If you, had to ch- if you had to choose, though, like I'd probably choose a fillet. fillet, right? Yeah, yeah, I think too. so. I I think most people would probably choose a a, yeah. a fillet. You know what I'm saying? But so here's the better question. What are your? Oh wow! Just dumping <laughs> on my question. That's fine. Well, just because I, I, what, what, what is your? You have steak as the center of the meal. What's surrounding it for you? Oh, okay. Um. Well, I got a roll. I got a good roll. Oh yes, a good dinner roll. I um, probably. I'm gonna be real with you. I probably have like four good rolls. Yeah, I, I have I at can, least two. I have. At I least can two. chow down on some dinner rolls. Oh, me too. I have at least two. And then I have um, broccoli. Yes. And if how, you, feeling, how are you doing your broccoli? It's steamed. Okay. And if I'm feeling a little adventurous, there's some uh, cheddar cheese on it. Ooh. Okay. I like throwing broccoli on the grill. Yeah, I guess if I'm at home, I'm probably grilling it. But I'm mm-hmm. like, I'm right now for some reason I'm thinking like Outback Steakhouse, and I'm like, yo, I'm getting okay. some cheesy broccoli. Okay. Okay. And then um, I need some kind of potato. I'm not picky okay. on my potatoes. I don't want them raw, obviously, mm-hmm. like like they tried to do in the last episode or whatever. But a mashed potato is good. Mm-hmm, a mm-hmm. cheesy potato is good. How are you feeling about a twice baked? A, f- a twice baked is very good. French mm-hmm. fries, even. Yeah, you can talk okay. me into French fries with a steak if they're good French fries. And then some. I, I like to have a, a second vegetable. Not that okay. potatoes aren't vegetable, but if they're fucking French fries, I don't think that really counts. I, I like to have a like maybe some corn or some peas. Ooh. A corn is a good that's a corn's a good strat, I think. Yep. Yep, corn's good. And then my steaks obviously, you know, I'm not a big sauce on steak, man. I'm not like put some A one, especially on a fillet. Like yeah, yeah, maniacs. Yeah. yeah. But I do like just like a little a little dab of butter. Okay. On top of the steak after it's okay, cooked yeah. and you just drop it on there and let it melt on. Straight butter or are you doing like some garlic butter shit? I, I can do either. Yeah. Garlic's pretty good, but sometimes yeah. too much garlic is bad. Yeah. So yeah. I'm being very, if I'm doing garlic butter, I'm being very careful about the amount mm-hmm. that I'm putting on it. And the steak is cooked medium rare. Okay. I, I go medium, you know, right down the middle on my steak. Mm-hmm. I'm doing, I'm doing the broccoli, but I'm doing the broccoli on the grill and I'm doing the mm-hmm. broccoli with carrots and onions. Ooh, carrots are good. I'm going. I'm not I'm, a big onions fan. I don't. I don't like. Which, you I, know, I get it. 
I, and I don't like when they stack onions on top of a steak. I'm not a big fan of that. No, I, I, my food is in quadrants, my friend. Um, mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And I don't mind if then as I start to eat, they intermingle. I'm not like a, everything yeah. needs to be in it, but like I'm, I'm putting the steak in one spot. Then we're piling on some, the, the broccoli, carrots and onions from the grill. All right. And then I'm going, I'm going with rice as my, I want to tell you, to fill it, finish I'm it out what? still listening to this song <laughs> and it's just like making this food discussion very, very like <laughs> mournful. It's very, it's very Like passionate. we're talking about our last meals or something. Yeah, some rice is good too. Are, are we I'm, talking like wild rice? Um, no, I'm talking like 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 some fried rice. What's the flavor of the rice? I don't know, dude. That's a good question. What is the flavor of rice? Well, no, no, no. Like, are you saying it's <laughs> you don't season it at all? It's just rice. It's just rice. Okay. My my uh, here's the thing. My sister makes the rice. I don't know what she does. Okay. I just know that yeah, my, you, you my sister does good. I, I, you can't have your sister make your rice your whole life, Sean. Uh, yes, I can. <laughs> no. Watch me. <laughs> I don't think that's good. No, it's probably not. So anyway, uh, you at home listening, you, you owe us a question. You got to tell us what games you want in the next season of Squid Game. And two, how, what's your steak meal? Yeah, if what's you, your steak meal? Unlimited resources. What is your steak meal you're preparing for yourself? And if any of you say you get your steak well done, corn. Why would you I'm destroy it happy. like that? I'm not going to be happy, corn. Why I just would feel you... like corn's. I just feel like corn's a steak well done, gal. I think there's got to be a line to corn's degeneracy, and I think that has to be it. I think she also makes Frank cut her steak for her. I don't know about that. I, I think I think there's just gonna be like a like the comment in the Discord where she's like, I'm embarrassed, but Mike hit it right on. <laughs> like I, I just I can feel it. Maybe I just Or have she's faith. gonna be really angry with me, one or the other. I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna put my foot down on having faith in corn that neither of the things you just said are true. Um Hey, it's better than Jip. I'm pretty sure his parents chew up his steak and spit into his mouthful. <laughs> anyway, oh my God. Anyway, Sean, who's the MVP of this episode? Oh my god. <laughs> um I think it's Gihan, uh, Gihan. I just think his fucking performance is so so good in this episode. Yeah, the the actor that plays yeah. him, I'm I'm down with that. I'm down with getting meta and giving it to the actor yeah. himself. Because he he really he really nails it. That one threw you for a loop, huh? <laughs> I fucking wasn't ready for it at all. <laughs> all right, Jip, defend yourself, buddy. No. <laughs> He's going to be so mad. Jip, yeah, I just yeah. want to remind you, even though I was griefing the hell out of you earlier, I didn't just say that. Yeah, I got to grief Jip because we're supposed to race Kingdom Hearts 2 randomizer. I uh, heard about on the that. 20, on the 27th, and so I got to just constantly grief him. How you think you're going to do? Oh, I'm going to destroy him, dude. I kind of think he will too. No offense, Jip, friend of the sh- uh, acquaintance of the show. I think you're going to absolutely decimate him. Jip is getting washed by me easily. Uh, I, I honest, it, it'll you know. I'm gonna be. I'm gonna. I'm gonna keep back who I'm rooting for. 
But you could probably tell, <laughs> based on what I just said, <laughs> who I think will win. Yeah, I, I, I gotta I be think... impartial, dude. I gotta be impartial. Yeah, you gotta be impartial. You're definitely a judge. Wait, why do you have to be impartial? I don't know. I, as a moderator of the Twitch chat, dude, I gotta, I gotta, I gotta be impartial. I can't show. I can't, I can't wait. show favorites. I can't wait till season two comes out. Uh huh. And then you know we're covering it, and then someone maybe jumps in, you know, the podcast through from season two of Squid Game. Uh-huh. And then they go like, I should go back and listen to season one. And then they get to this point and they're like, what is this fucking talk about Kingdom Hearts randomizer yeah. that they're that they're talking about? I can't wait for that. It's it's going to be good. And then they're going to discover a, a great world of toxicity and Kingdom and, Hearts toxicity. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And Disney characters. <laughs> yes. Anyway, Sean, I think I am ready to end this episode, but first I have to plug our stuff. You can follow me on Twitter at SpikeGettyBros and on Twitch at twitch.tv slash Bros, where we stream stuff. And you can also check out our podcast, the our Kingdom Hearts podcast, the Answer Report podcast, on all your uh, podcast services. I almost said all your Kingdom Hearts services, which isn't a thing. Sean, where can people it find you? It might be. You guys can it's follow not. me on you guys. You guys can follow me on Twitter at Sean underscore AFK. Uh, all of the things that I do in uh, that I do online are in my bio. But also, I do a podcast called Speak the Words. It's at Speak Stormlight. Currently, uh, I I explain the story of these books uh, to a friend of the show Mango, and uh, I uh, we're we're on book we're on book two. Of our so our season we're on season two of the podcast we're covering uh our, our second book and it's it's really cool y'all should come hang out and um yeah y'all let let me shut the fuck up shut your goddamn I don't need what? this I don't I was need don't with you no you did the y'all thing you as if I don't you say said that y'all. I say y'all but then you I didn't said say y'all. you don't say y'all you, you just you, said y'all and I was just agreeing you, with you you said y'all as if you were making fun of Am me I saying y'all to say y'all because everybody's always like Sean doesn't say y'all why is you know what I want to get out of here at Sean, Sean underscore AFK at speak Sean Starlight. you're being very defensive I just said y'all with you. Because this is a thing that is persistent. Who hurt you? Uh, Tyler Tylerims on Twitter hurt me uh, repeatedly. Anyway, so go to him. And uh, send thank him you for listening, Sean. Sean, I'm ready to uh, end this podcast. <laughs> I'm ready to end. I agree. Uh, thank you for listening, everybody. We'll see you next week for the uh, not the season finale of our podcast, but the season finale of Squid Game. So. We'll Bye see guys. Bye, y'all.
Sean, what's the weather like today? Uh, it was warm, and it's always warm. The apocalypse comes. Yes, the apocalypse is upon us. Upon us? What the fuck is that? Among us? Is that what you were going to say? I was going to say it's um, upon us, but I said oh. upon us. I mixed among us and upon. 